Everybody, welcome to another episode of According to Fox. I'm your host, A Fox. We have a lot to the di- why I can't talk. We have a lot to discuss today. First one: Joseph Biden is officially the 46th president of the United States. He pro- well, the projected win was Pennsylvania. It was a nail biter. That's like the longest election day ever. Like, everything with this year has been incredibly long, for whatever reason. But Saturday, we finally got the news. Joe Biden was president. So, it was lit from there. Um, There's a lot of conversations with people saying, you know, Joe Biden's a pedophile. Something unfounded. I haven't seen any facts to that yet, by the way. Whatever. Um, He's a racist because of the 1994 crime bill. All this stuff. Something happened 26 years ago. Fine. Whatever y'all want to say. But like I said, anybody's better than Trump. And y'all can call it the lesser of two evils if you want to. But this is actually a man who had a background in the government. He was a senator. He was a vice president of the United States. Donald Trump has never had any government experience and won the presidency. Okay, that's insane. We have someone who has the ability to do the job, and I'm very happy about it. You're not going to take my joy away, folks. I don't care. Sorry. So you can sit here and say voting was bullshit, and I've discussed it for the past couple episodes because it has been, you know, grinding my gears. But you can say that all you want. At the end of the day, we have a new president. I pray that things change. I'm sure they will. And from what I was told, he already signed the executive order to overturn everything Trump has put in place already. So he's already trying to put some work in. Got to commend him for that. Um, Shout out to Joe Biden. His kids were there. They had like this whole thing in Delaware, I believe, where they announced that he was the president-elect. And it was nice. It was cool. Um, shout out to Saturday Night Live because they got everybody down pat fast. I think it t- it comes around 11 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock. And all this happened around 7, 8. And they really had the looks together. Like, your fashion department did a great job, SNL. I really don't watch Saturday Night Live. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but it's not my thing. It's rarely funny. I, I wait till other celebrities on there that I like. And call it that. But they did nail it. Um, and 
Shout out to Kamala Harris. We're going to say her name correctly. She is a black woman. She is the first woman vice president in history. So this is why this is different for me. Because with this American hierarchy, it's always white man, white woman, black man, black woman. And our sister Kamala skipped the line. So on a previous show we had before, when she became his running mate, um, I had Maine and Kima on the show, you know, two of my lawyer family members. And it's like they put me on to the things she does and they made me believe her. They turned me around. It's very hard for, me, for someone to sway my opinion. But they broke down the facts. I re- did my own research. Turns out I was wrong about a couple of things. I hope other people, you know, take the time to read up on things as well. But um, I'm I'm very happy about it. You know, to be able to say the first vice president of the United States is a black woman, that's, that's amazing. It's incredible. You know, you get to tell your daughters this is what you can be. And not only is she a black woman, she's an HBCU grad. So I have a goddaughter who goes to Lincoln University. She now knows she can be where Kamala is too. You know, it's it's very encouraging. It's inspirational. It's motivational. Super happy about that. I just found out she don't have any kids. I didn't know she didn't have kids this whole time. I thought those little girls were hers. But those are her nieces. So, you know, she doesn't have kids. And that's, you know, I've been watching Scandal. And <laughs> I've always watched Scandal, but I just started rewatching it, like, last week. And, you know, they want you to look a certain way. They want you to be a certain way. They groom you so, you know, you are more appealing to the American audience. So I was surprised that she doesn't have children because usually, you know, that's what they want women to be, mothers and, you know, whatever. And she doesn't have kids. Shocker. You know what I'm saying? Well, good for her. Nothing wrong with not having kids. I don't have them myself. Just that, like I said, usually they try to make you more appealing to the American people, more relatable. And, you know, her being a mother probably would have been like a great thing. And she still won in spite of that. So kudos to Kamala. And again, we will say her name correctly. We will not let them disrespect her. Shout out to Stacey Abrams. Shout it was a lot of black women who really helped this happen. You know how we are. Black women save the day. We put our capes on and we rescue everybody. You know, that's just how it is. That's how we are. It's the best thing in the world. I love being a black woman. It's it's rough as shit, don't get me wrong. <laughs> we be going through it, but it's late. Is lit being one of us, and it hits different that she's the vice president. Had it been a white woman, I probably wouldn't be as excited, but I'm excited. She skipped that line, you know. She she did something that no woman has ever done before, and now she the first one to do is a black woman. Fucking amazing, and I'm very proud of what she can do what she's achieved and I think it's a great it's a big deal it's a very big deal um wow sorry it was touch and go like y'all don't understand I know y'all didn't say it because y'all was going through with me like I kept checking fucking New York Times to see if the electoral votes was moving and the bitches was not moving they just refused to move 
<laughs> like it was just ridiculous. I'm like, so who who's president? Like it's never been like this before, you know. And then when you see that everybody is literally celebrating it, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's like, yay. We don't have a president. I mean, yeah, yeah, we don't have a president. You see, I'm bugging. <laughs> Yay, Trump is isn't president anymore. And there's there's like parties in the streets. I have never seen that before. When Obama won, of course we were excited. We were excited. We celebrated. You know what I'm saying? Because it's our first black president. Naturally, you know we were happy about it. But to hear. <laughs> And see almost every major city throw a parade like ding dong the witch is dead. I've never seen that before. Like that man divided this entire country in such a way that I don't even know if it can be mended. You know what I'm saying? Shout to Plies. Plies said he the one thing he did was make sure that we knew racism was still alive and well, and that he did. He made it okay to be racist for four years and that's something that could never be okay but he made it okay he made people feel like they were free to express their hate unwarranted like they just walked around and just them trump supporters they and they kill me because you let a trump supporter tell that they they think that the democrats and excuse me the radical left are the ones causing protests and 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 fights and all this in the street. No, it's y'all. It's y'all. Y'all can't have a decent conversation about anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's these these inbred Trump supporters that kill me. You know what I'm saying? Like, he made them feel safe enough to make us feel unsafe. And now, of course, racism is not going anywhere. I'm not saying, oh, racism is abolished because we have Joe Biden as president. Fuck no. But what I'm saying is that's what that man did. He made he made them crawl out the woodwork, okay? And it 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 wasn't cool, it wasn't good. You know, this country has been built on civil unrest. And for someone to say Trump is for Americans and true Americans, I'm gonna need you to read a book, preferably history. There is no such thing as a true American. Do you know why? You can have as many cousins, grandpas as you want, right? Your grandpa was born here. Cool. His great-grandfather probably was not. You can go up to your great-great-great-greats. They were not, okay? You're Scottish. You're Irish. You're Spanish. You're French. You're English. You're, you're not American. America is literally a land for immigrants. How do I know? Because the stolen land that the British felt the need to claim, shout out to my indigenous people, you were here first. Again, people read a book. Those are the only true Americans. Let's just say that. So, shout out to my British people. Um, sorry, indigenous people. But the British claimed the land that wasn't theirs. Pilgrims claimed the land that wasn't theirs. Killed Indians in the process. Indigenous. Why am I saying Indians? I know better. <laughs> Killed indigenous people in the process. Okay? Waged a whole world war against Britain so they can keep a land that didn't belong to them in the first place. Okay? And then, let's not forget the great slave trade. 
They brought us over here. We're not from America. We are from Africa. That's us. Caribbean, whatever. Caribbean, American blacks, whatever you want to call it, we hail from Africa. Okay? And let's, now let's get into Ellis Island. When in the 1800s, everybody's just moving to America. Everybody's sailing on their little boats, bringing all that they have to live in the land of the free and home of the brave. There is no such thing as a true American. Your genes, your history hails from somewhere else. Okay? So how goddamn dare you sit in somebody's face and tell them that they're not a real American, that they're immigrants, and they need to go home. You go home first. How about that? Because last time I checked, we built this country. And the indigenous people were already here first. So if anybody belongs here, it's the folks who built it for the fuck free. And the people who were already here. Right? So, you stupid, vile, insolent Trump supporters. I don't care. Especially you cops who... We're, um, the homie tax at one time, um, a Puerto Rican turns to a cop, all of a sudden he Italian. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, y'all ain't shit either. Y'all can support Trump all day. Your racism is showing. But it always has in YPD. It always has. Okay? I'm happy y'all endorsed the nigga. This is why we want y'all to fund it right now. Because y'all lost. And he lost. Shout out to Joe Biden. Shout out to Kamala Harris, you know? Appreciate you guys. Um, Sad news. I grew up on this man. My aunt played this show every time. May she rest in peace. Miss you, Lizzie. And um, Jeopardy. (sighs) This is hot. Yo, it really is. Alex Trebek um, lost his battle to pancreatic cancer. He died at 80 years old. And... He has been the host for Jeopardy for 30 years, over 30 years, so like at least three decades. Man, we learned so much from Alex Trebek, it's not even funny. Like, if you wasn't watching Jeopardy, this is why. This is why a lot of y'all drug supporters, because y'all ain't watch Jeopardy, and you didn't let Alex educate you. Alex, is the, he was the best. Especially when he had to do rap lyrics, that shit was hilarious. Funniest shit in the world. But R.I.P. Alex Trebek. It's so funny, me and my boyfriend will watch Jeopardy and we will definitely like go against each other to see who wins. I usually always win. I just want y'all to know that. It's pretty much eight out of ten times I'm beating his ass. Um, but R.I.P. Alex Trebek, you taught us a lot, you know what I'm saying? You showed us how. You know what I'm saying? You we learned a lot from you. You showed us how to listen, to pay attention, because I'm here to tell you that if you don't say who is, you lose a point. You do not win that question, all right? You have to learn discipline with Alex Trebek. You can't sit there like, what rappers said, panda, 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 panda. It's not designer. Who is designer, all right? It, It taught you to pay attention, all right? He taught you a skill. You learned everything on Jeopardy, all right? If you didn't learn to pay attention in school, watch some goddamn Jeopardy. You learn a lot along the way. So, R.I.P. to Alex Trebek, and he fought until the very end. Apparently, um, Jeopardy said he filmed 35 more episodes, and they're going to let them run. So, that's great. 
But I don't know what's going to happen after that. Like, he can't be replaced. I don't know what they're going to do. But he's irreplaceable. That I don't know who won't take his spot. It doesn't make sense to try to find someone to. <laughs> Maybe they need to end that error. I don't know, because, like, if Wheel of Fortune, you know, God forbid something happened to Pat Sajak of Vanna, I don't think I want another Pat Sajak. I damn sure don't want another Vanna White. You know, so it's like I prefer they just end that era that way. I don't know, or try to do something else with a different title, but it'll, Jeopardy will never be the same again. And I apologize for the background noise. I don't know why all these planes are landing. I've never heard them so vividly until today. <laughs> My apologies. Now, yeah, R.I.P. to Alex Trebek and R.I.P. to King Vaughn. Um, I'm actually not aware. I never listened to his music, never heard of him before this. I'm old. Sorry, people. I'm 35 on Friday. Sorry. But from what I heard, he was an up-and-coming rapper in Chicago who's really good. From what I heard, again, never heard his music. Um, He was supposed to, I believe he was signed to Lil Durk's label and he got into a beef with Quando Rondo again never heard his music before who is affiliated with NBA Youngboy can't stand that child y'all know I can't stand that boy um not wishing nothing on him just yeah y'all know I hate him I've, I've spoken on him before I don't know what he ever says so I don't listen to his music at all but um it's 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 a shaky situation from the video you can see that they were tussling him in the condo around the and apparently they used to be cool before. I don't know what caused the breakdown, but um they fought and then guns were drawn and when Vaughn went down, you can see Rondo trying to help him up, like, no, get up, come on, get up, whatever. And that's the person he was beefing with. You know what I'm saying? So it it's it's sad, but the it's like two plot twists. One was the Atlanta PD was involved as well, so they said that they have a shooter in custody for the murder, but if it's a gunfight like that, you know, we need to know what these ballistics say, because it could have came from anybody. The cops, the other guys can't, who knows? But the real scandalous part to me is apparently his friends didn't hold him down, you know, when you got the cash cow, not trying to sound like some type of disloyal person on a person only for money. But if you have a cash cow, y'all not supposed to let nothing happen to him. He's supposed to be the one, the glue that y'all protect. Y'all supposed to protect him. That's your job. If y'all want to be an entourage, y'all supposed to make sure nothing happens to him. Period. Somehow something happened to him. What kind of entourage are you? And I, this, and I get it. I know it sounds like, oh, you want me to die for nigga? Well, that's kind of your job. <laughs> Say what you want. You hanging around. You're not doing anything to help or, you know, further his career. The least you could do is keep the nigga alive. And then um, there was some, like, everybody hopped on live to talk about it immediately. Like, his body was not even cold yet. And then it was said that they stole from him. Like, they took some jewelry and the bags out, some, um, some money out of his bags, and they took some stuff from him. Like, they stole from him right after he died. Yo, y'all got to watch the people you around, man. If you can't change the people around you, change the people around you. That was sad. That kid was 26 years old. 
and I believe he had three or four children. I think it was three, but he was 26 years old. That's insane for that to happen. You know, Lil Durk is very torn up about the situation because, again, they were affiliated. They were close. And for his friends to behave that way, like his manager hopped on live immediately. If my best friend, God forbid, God forbid, so I had on our best friends, the last thing I'm going to do is hop on the Internet with tears in my eyes and discuss it. No. And y'all supposed to be gangsters. Damn, y'all little niggas got it backwards. Y'all got it so backwards. I don't know who y'all OGs were, but they dropped the fucking ball when it came to you little niggas, honestly. Um, RP to him, though. It's it's a sad situation. They said something about his last verse. Like, nah, man, y'all let them niggas get me? Like, y'all really let these niggas get me? That's sad as fuck if those are his last words. That is super terrible. Y'all, y'all had one job and couldn't even do that. Man, sometimes y'all got to leave these niggas where they are, man. They don't help. They don't help. And everybody wants to be so loyal. I hate that. Because I'm a loyal, loyal person. I, man, if you crossed me, you lost me. Don't get it twisted. But I, I, it's always the loyal ones who catch it, who catch that bullet. And he wanted to bring everybody along and for the ride. And you know what I'm saying? He wanted his friends to reap the benefits that he sold. And this is how y'all do them. Man. These niggas ain't shit. Y'all need to know who y'all friends are. Apparently, Asian doll. I can't stand Asian the brat. I, I I just don't like her. She does this whole thing where it's like she says something about the colorism between dark skin and light skin women. And while she might be true, you call yourself Asian doll or Asian the brat, whatever she changes to. Either way, there's nothing Asian looking about you or Asian about you. You are a black woman. Why do you choose to have Asian in your name? doesn't make sense. You're self-loathing. Stop. Let's stop adding to the whole divide between dark-skinned and light-skinned women when you don't even consider yourself a black woman. Listen to your fucking name. Your name Asian? Really? Fuck out of here. But anyway, that was his girl, his something. I don't know. You know how when these new young rappers pass away, I'm not trying to play him, but these bitches be coming out the woodwork with pictures, and they in love, and they were together, and nobody knew nothing about it before. And so apparently that's what I saw. Cause I saw mad six different I love you to him. Shout out to him. Apparently. They loved him. But um, she was a little broken up about it. And she was saying how she didn't want to live anymore. All kinds of stuff. And it which brings us to the comments that T.I. said before. Because, all right, so... I. I used to love T.I., but his, his misogyny really shows often. So it bothers me to that effect. Um, like So I used to like him. And I know he stands up for black people for certain shit. But again, it, it's it's an odd thing. Like everything is in for you to speak on. And it kills me because you speak on everything. And then when it comes to your rap friends, you'll backpedal. And you'll do all this other dickhead shit. But everybody else, you feel like it's free reign. Whatever. Um, T.I. said, Atlanta is a beautiful, progressive city filled with black excellence. We uplift each other and win together. Stop coming here to kill each other. That shit is played out. And then he his caption read, handle your beast in your city. Thanks in advance, King. 
King Vaughn is from Chicago. He was killed in Atlanta. The timing of it all, right? Then he goes, somebody asks him if he's talking about King Vaughn. You know, he said, I didn't even name nobody. I had nothing to do with him. How? How? It literally just happened. You felt the need to write that. And Atlanta is your city. Absolutely. But didn't you have like a militia of guns ready to kill in Atlanta? Didn't y'all beef in Atlanta? Didn't Gucci and Jeezy have a real beef where Gucci had to kill a nigga because he said Jeezy sent him to kill him? What are you talking about? Y'all get it shaking out there too. It just so happened that it happened in Atlanta. My problem is if you want to say something like that, own up to it. It shouldn't have been a oh, I'm not talking about him. You know you were talking about him. That's why. Be own up to your shit. Be honest. All right? You said that shit and now you have backlash. You know what I'm saying? And you're surprised that you have that you have backlash because people are saying things, right? Nobody should say anything. You get to say whatever you want to. <laughs> but nobody can say anything. You know what I'm saying? So King Vaughn's sister posted something, and she was like, the energy he always putting in people's business, he the same energy he needs to make it right with his daughter. Ooh, that burns. And then she asked, where 50 Cent at? And said for 50 Cent to get on his ass. Like, just just sometimes you ain't got to say nothing. And I can't stand 50 Cent. Everybody knows I can't stand 50 Cent. But you felt the need to speak on something that you didn't have all the information on. And now you're upset that everybody's hopping for you. It is a fresh wound. That's the same thing that happened with Gail King. Kobe just died, and it seemed like you were attacking his character. And the world turned against Gail King. Why would you do that? You know better. You were mad at Gail King, too, Tips. You know what I'm saying? And 50 telling him he got to chill, and people are hurting, and they love that boy. He was their way out. And people will kill you for what you said. So this guy named 600 Breezy, apparently he's a Chicago rapper. I've never heard his music before. I'm an older woman, okay? So what y'all not going to do is judge me. I've never heard of a 600 Breezy. But he started playing some song that um, Gucci Mane did a long time ago. Because remember, he used to beef with the world at one point. And it was something about how he got a clip for tip and something or, uh, or other. Either way, basically, it was a threat towards T.I. So T.I. backpedaled on his comments, as as he does, you know. That's just something he chooses to do. Waka Flocka liked the comment, but then, but then he said a long rant on how people are. Waka Flocka, another one who talks too much and don't make no sense. I can't stand him. But um, T.I. then said, I don't speak ill of my allies. My last post had nothing to do with King Vaughn. Lies again. Y'all are grossly mistaken. I have no motive or intention to do harm or malice to cats I'm cool with. A family talks go out to them, and I've expressed this to the people in his life that matter most in this situation. That's all I'm concerned with. But I know IG ain't the place for understanding, and miserable people love to keep up. Shit. Be easy. I mean, I guess. Like, if that's what you want to say, it's up to you. I totally guess. But, um, yeah. T.I., sometimes just keep your mouth shut. 
those who throw stones, you shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass house, see. He was 26 years old and he's beefing like that. You got locked up for all them guns when you were 30. You were old enough to know. Okay? Let's, let's not act like we're above the violence and above the fray, especially you. But RIP that young man, you know what I'm saying? I hope his soul rests in peace. And I honestly think the energy towards T.I., as, as wrong as he might be, needs to be towards that entourage of his. But that's all I'm saying. Um, and good news. Deion Sanders' son Shador joins him at Jackson State University. I'm loving how all these athletes, these new, you know, these kids that are trying to join HBCUs now to, you know, basically make it more attractive and appealing for other children to go. That's more funding. And, like, if you hear, like, the first-round draft picking from Clark Atlanta, that's amazing. That's a big deal. Like, you got to take away from these Division One Georgetown, Duke teams, whatever. Like, that'll be great. I love the fact that these kids are really doing something different, that they are really trying to branch out and help us. You know what I'm saying? So Shador, I, lo- I love his kids' names. I don't know why I like that name. I don't know what it means, but it sounds pretty rolling off the tongue. Um, That's what his second wife, Pilar Sanders. And I thought Deion Sanders Jr. was going to play football like professionally, but it turns out it didn't work out uh, like that for him. But Shador apparently is a very good and if you don't know who Deion Sanders is, first of all, shoot yourself. Second of all, he's literally one of the best to ever play the NFL. And he won rings in the NFL and Major League Baseball. He's an athlete. Like, like that man is an, he's the pinnacle athlete. So I'm sure his son, like, his son has, like, talent, and he's taught him everything he knows. And the Sanders blood runs deep with him, so... Good job, Shador, you know. Um, I want to know what's going to happen with the NBA draft because I know one of the highest picks chose to go to HBCU too. HBCU is out here winning. They are out here winning. A, a graduate is vice president of the United States starting January 20th next year. Okay, HBCU, they are out here. Dion had the um, head coaching job for Jackson State. And um, Shador is actually going to go to a different school, and he decided to go the HBCU route and work with his dad. I think that's also amazing. Like, hopefully the mother kids are going to get burned. I hope Dion is very, you know, fair. <laughs> I hope it's a fair thing with him. But um, shout out to Shador Sanders, hoping for the best. So, as we all know, the Lakers won the championship, like, a like a month ago, if that. Like, it's been very recent. And usually, you know, the playoffs and the championship end in June. But due to COVID, everything was, like, cut off and then come back and extended. And, like, right now is when the NBA season usually starts. Like, it should be, like, game two or something. And because of COVID, they had to figure out the schedule. Turns out they're coming back on December 22nd to a 72-game season. So, uh, I'm not saying it's not a bad idea. It's a very good idea. Cut down 10 games. Sounds like an asterisk. I don't know. Sounds like an asterisk kind of season. And people keep talking about the second wave of COVID is going to hit. So, I don't even know how. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to go without a hitch. We don't know if it's going to shut down again. But um, 
the draft is supposed to happen soon as well. Thank God. Because I was like, when is the draft going to start? Because, you know, these kids have been waiting. So the draft will start next week on the 18th, November 18th. And free agency starts two days after the draft. So November 20th, that's when, you know, all the stuff happens when this person gets signed here, free agency, what's happening there. So 72 games. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, like it, is it going to be the same? Because I don't think they're going to be in the bubble. That That's the thing. Are they going to be in the bubble? Are they going to be on their home court? It just seems like it's going to be a lot to do. You know, so we'll see how that works out. Um, as we all know, the Lakers are the reigning champions, but I hope my Brooklyn Nets really do something this year. They really just wear them out. Um, but yeah, I kind of want things to go back to normal because this is this is not it. <laughs> this is not where it's at. <laughs> so we're gonna finally get into our topic. You know, victory. You know, so what do we expect from our new administration? And will they deliver? See, before Ice Cube had his one-page platinum plan that he refused to discuss with Kamala Harris because he wants to get things done, his his words, I'm, I use the air quotes, you can't see them, but that's exactly what he said. And now that they're president, um, he actually, Joe Biden already had that plan in place. Um, they're definitely going to do things for HBCUs. Like they said, they um signed an order, or they're going they're going to sign an order that whatever Trump did will be overturned. Um, all them rappers, we don't we did not forget y'all. Didn't forget you, Kanye. Didn't forget you, Q. Don't forget you, Two Dread Wayne. You know, y'all pick the side, stay on that side. It's fuck y'all forever, definitely. And I see a really like, oh, trying to make people better. I'm trying to make things better. You didn't even want to see Kamala. You definitely dropped the ball. You you didn't say that until later. Oh, I want to get things done, so I didn't think it would be, you know, proactive to see Kamala Harris about it. And now look at you. You fucked up. Anyway, but we, we see y'all. Stay there. Stay on that side. Um, They do have plans put in place. Yes, we need them to be implemented. Yes, we need them to deliver, and a lot of the elections that happened, because it wasn't just, you know, a presidential election. We were voting for congressmen and Senate and House of Representatives. So a lot of these states, like, we're, we're neck and neck when it comes to the House and the Senate. Mitch McConnell, who is the senator of Kentucky, is, mind you, and that's where Breonna Taylor was murdered and no charges, no murder charges were brought up for the police. Um, He won Kentucky. So, if we don't win the Senate race, Democrats, he will still be the head of Senate. Basically, we should gotta go through him. Like Nancy Pelosi is head of the House of Representatives. She's a Democrat. Things have to go through um, Mitch McConnell. But, with Georgia, it was so close, presidential and senatorial-wise, that they had to do a runoff in January. So what's a runoff, you ask? I had to look it up. 
apparently they do the election all over again in January. January, make sure they tally the correct votes. Whoever wins that runoff wins the Senate. If a Democrat wins that runoff, we control the Senate and the House. Why is that important? I'll tell you why it's important. Everyone who likes to say that Obama did nothing doesn't understand a lot of economics. It's basic social studies. The three branches of government are legislative, judicial, and executive. Right? The legislative branch are the ones who passed the laws. Now, Obama had the Senate at first, but I believe year three, he lost control of the Senate because the Democrats lost to the Republicans. That's when things began to be vetoed. They knocked down whatever bill that he wanted to say. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I want to do this. Veto. They have the right to do that. The president doesn't make laws. <laughs> the president can only suggest. You know what I'm saying? It's up to the House and the rep- and the, um, the House and the Senate to make things go through. It, why are all these planes coming from? I swear to God, I never hear these planes like this. Ever. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> but um, it's important that we take control of the Senate so that our agenda can be passed. Now, am I saying that Kamala and Joe are our saviors? And they're going to fix the fucked up system that is systemic racism in this country in four years? Absolutely not. It's very hard to overturn 400 years of systemic racism and erase them in four. Definitely almost impossible. But they can try. And that was actually even in Biden's acceptance speech. He's going to try his hard to get rid of systemic racism. That has to happen within the government. If y'all keep electing or not voting for congressmen and things like that. You get a Mitch McConnell, someone who's been a senator for like 40 years, has done nothing but promote and and maintain racist rhetoric. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we have to do better. We have to do more. We have AOC, Ayanna Presley. We, you know, they all came back. The squad is what they call it, you know? And they all came back, thank God for the squad. We can make some changes, but that's four women out of hundreds of people who have the power to change these laws. We have to make sure that we attain the same, we want to attain the same goals. We want to make sure that I don't go to jail for weed, which is pretty much fucking illegal. I'm pretty much legal everywhere now. You know what I'm saying? And then you got somebody locked up there for 50 years for having a bag of weed. And no one's getting them out. Like, we have to switch things up. We have to make sure that history doesn't repeat itself. And it's up to them to do it. But we weren't we weren't going to get there with Trump in office. No possible way. And Trump has yet to even concede. He, he can't confront the fact that he lost. He doesn't feel like he lost. He feels like it was a lie and voter fraud and all kinds of unfair stealing the election and rigging votes, but somehow, if the tables would turn, I believe he would not find a problem. If he was in the lead, he would not say it was a rigged election. He'll call it completely fair, and like he said last week, he said, I won by a lot, but you didn't. You lost the Electoral College, and you lost by 4 million people. Again, don't know who those 
68 million people will vote for him, but y'all can suck a dick and die. Either way, um, he won't concede. He not. He hasn't spoken about spoken out about not winning. He's spoken out about the election and the results, but he never said he didn't win. Y'all gonna have to drag that man out the White House. That's all that's gonna have to happen. I don't know Secret Service. Like I said, I've been watching Scandal for the past couple of days now. B six thirteen, whoever y'all are, if y'all are a real thing, y'all know y'all gonna have to drag that man out of office. He is not going willingly. He'll probably barricade himself. He won't have that little talk that every president has with the new president where they just discuss, I don't know what it is, where they have a little chit-chat about it. It's not going to go down. He's it's not. He's going to be a child about it. And hopefully he goes to jail. Hopefully he goes to jail. All the charges he's amassed and all the, the tax fraud and the sexual harassment, I hope and pray he goes to jail. You know, that's the real that's the real reason he's not trying to get out of the White House. He's trying to make sure he stays free. No. Go 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 over ahead. I can't talk. Why well, I can't talk that? <laughs> go ahead and, you know, pay your debt to society. You lost. You're a loser. You didn't win. Ha ha. The dick is dead. Okay? Ha ha. You know, he has to be dragged out of that place. He truly does. Um, but I really hope and pray that Joe makes a difference. I hope he makes a change. I hope he has advisors like Obama on deck. Michelle, too. We need all hands on that kid, you know? I hope and pray things work out. Shout out to Kamala, black woman. I just saw a picture of her with her mom on the um island and she had like uh it had to be like nineteen eighty nine. She had like the asymmetrical look with the curly hair on one side, some door knockers on, a chain and a t shirt. I said, damn, I should I should never deny this woman's blackness. She's a black woman for real, for real. Like she was just like MC Light. Like she definitely got it. So congratulations to Kamala Harris. And I'm going to leave you with the Weekly Hustle, and it's none other than by her. This quote comes directly from her. She tweeted this on Sunday or Monday, and it says, I want to speak directly to the black women in our country. Thank you. You are too often overlooked and yet are asked time and again to step up and be the backbone of our democracy. We could not have done this without you. Kamala Harris. Thank you for tuning in to According to Fox. Peace out, y'all.